Welcome back to another episode of Doable Discipleship. I'm Doug Jones, and I'm joined by... Beth Graybill. Welcome back, Beth. Thanks, Doug. It's good to see you. Yeah, you too. We're, we're really cresting over summer right now. We are. Have you been doing anything yeah. fun in the summer heat? Yes, we have. We um, Well, we're doing a lot of juggling this summer. I know the Barnum & Bailey Circus is ending, but it feels like it's continuing in our family. Oh, I thought you meant literal juggling. No. No, oh. that would be fun. <laughs> I'd love to try real juggling sometime. <laughs> okay. yeah. But we have two middle school boys, and so we're at that in-between stage where they're like too cool to have a sitter, you know, mm. but... But too oh, irresponsible to have the right. house to themselves. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so we're doing a lot of juggling. But we took a trip to the East Coast. We're from the East Coast originally, moved out here three years ago. And so we took a trip to visit family and friends, and that mm-hmm. was really fun. Except the humidity, I forgot oh, yeah. what that felt like. That was like you could eat the air, you know, step <laughs> off the plane and oh. So we did a lot of sweating. Sunglasses just fog up instantly exactly. when you walk out of the house. Yeah. Exactly. That's good. But we did a lot of swimming. So how about you? How about your family? Tons of swimming. Tons of swimming. I love to just get home from work and grab the kids and go jump right in there. Our complex has a pool. Oh, that's awesome. And Emmy, our oldest, is learning how to swim without her floaty now. So it's oh, really that's a big like deal. each time she goes a little further. It's big so deal. it's very exciting. What exciting age time. did you learn to swim? I think four or five. Okay. I remember being in swim lessons when I was really little, okay. but I don't remember what, like exactly what age. And then when you're little too, you also forget to swim every summer. Sure. <laughs> and then you have and to like have relearn to it. It's like when you learn how to dive. And then you forget how to dive and you mm-hmm. have to like relearn it each summer for like three. Yeah. Anyway, it's been a fun summer so far. That's true. So fun fact about swimming, I actually learned to swim as an adult because I grew up pond swimming, so like could do the frog thing. Uh-huh. But my husband used to be a health and phys ed teacher before becoming a pastor. And so he knew how to swim, but also so teach your husband people how taught to swim. So my husband taught me how to swim. Wow. And it was for a purpose. I was training for a race and at a higher altitude, so I had to mm-hmm. learn how to swim. And so I was probably 28. When I learned Wait, was this a swim? swimming race that you had? Nope. Oh, It was a running race <laughs> at a higher altitude. I'm like, did you not knowing how to swim, no. <laughs> sign yourself up for a swimming race? <laughs> no, that doesn't really I make a lot of sense. Not. So okay. anyway, swimming builds your lung capacity. And so yeah, train. Yeah. Great. Well, on a completely different note from that, yeah. we're going to be continuing <laughs> continue our talk on the soul today. Uh, if you've been listening at all for a very long time, you know we've been going through Mark 1230, and we're going through Jesus's command to love the Lord our God with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength. So we've now moved into the soul category. Yep. We've had two fun interviews so far, one with John Cassetto on the topic of worship, which is a really great conversation with me and Rob and John. Cool. Uh, and then last week, we talked with Carolyn Baker, who is just this really wise, mm-hmm. sage lady on staff, one. one of the great prayer warriors of Saddleback. We talked to her about the life of prayer and how it engages your soul into your relationship with Jesus. Mm-hmm. So that was really great. Today, we're going to have one more interview before we move on to the mind next week, okay. which will be a fun talk. Uh, and today, we're going to talk with a good friend of ours, Jim Dobbs. He's actually my former, former boss, boss here at Saddleback. Yeah. You've had yeah. a few of those. But I'm not scared. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've had a How few of those. How many teams have you been on here at Saddleback? Several teams, Beth. It's Just not name important. It. Just it's name it. It's not important. Maybe in a future episode, I'll ex- somehow expand on all. The when we talk about all five purposes, you can fe- speak from personal perspective. Yeah. Pastor Rick talks about he, like repotting at Saddleback. We repot people. Like we, mm. we just move people. <laughs> Fast, fluid, and flexible. That's what we do. Anyway, Jim Dobbs is a great, great guy. He, he's... He's been on staff for a long time. I don't even know how long. I, I think he's starting to push 20 years. Wow. Uh, at Saddleback. Yeah, I think he's over 20 years at Saddleback. Wow. He's been on only staff a for a lot of those years. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he just, he loves this church. He's he's just such a faithful dude here. And he's also just the champion of all things creative. He, mm-hmm. he kind of champions the arts here at Saddleback. He's the creative so, king. I like to think yeah. about it. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to talk with him about how creativity uh, helps kind of express and bond our soul to God as well. Mm-hmm. And we'll... We'll save all that stuff for when he's here because it's going to be so good. Anyway, so we'll talk with Jim Dobbs when we get back. 
Welcome back. We're here with Jim Dobbs. Hey, Jim. Hello. Thanks for joining us today. Good oh, no to problem. see you. No problem. Thanks yeah, thanks for taking time out of your busy, busy schedule. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's just start off by helping our audience get to know you a little bit. Can you tell us a little bit about your background, how you came to Saddleback, et cetera, et cetera? Uh, sure. I uh, was in the, the marketplace before uh, I came to Saddleback. I was a corporate art director, designer before that, uh, creative director, and then uh, through some God movement, <laughs> that sounded weird, uh, I was, uh, the doors flung open for to come into ministry full-time. I mm. had uh, never thought about it, never planned on it. We were members here uh, at the church uh, for about six years before I came on staff mm. and uh, uh, working in Orange County as a professional. And uh, God decided it was time to go into ministry full-time. So came here and uh, basically uh, the last 14 years have been running communications mm. and mm. Uh, some other um, things like food services and weekend experience and a number of things. Uh, now I am the 001 uh, evangelism community outreach base pastor. Mm. So that's a new role uh, as of last October. So um, working that's on great. that, getting into our community. So that's great. that's great. So Jim, what kind of doors flung open for you? Like, what is that? What does that look like? Yeah, for how did you God to make it clear um, that you were okay? You, you, you want you yeah. want to get into those? You want to get details. into okay. the nitty gritty? Yeah. Right, those I think details. that's yeah, important. Yeah. Okay. Like, how did you discern that that's what God was telling you um, to do? Worked worked for a Fortune 500 company and went through a merger. Okay, and the company was becoming a Fortune 100 company. Okay, and uh, we were uh, confronted with the idea of moving to Pennsylvania. No way. Uh, full time. That's where I'm from. And moving there, Valley Forge, Pennsylvania. Yeah. So you know why he didn't want to go? Exactly. And, uh, Humidity. We well, we we actually we we obviously considered it. It's a great prayed area. about it. Uh, man, the cost of living. I'm telling you, it was a a lure for that Big from difference. Orange County to that. Uh, we ended up, um, you know, praying about it, um, going through it, and uh, clearly God had told Teresa and I no. Hmm. to stay put. So uh, showed up back with leadership and said, no. How'd that go over? And didn't go over very well. Okay. Uh, we were, I was one of five executives that were asked to go Okay. Uh, with the corporation. So uh, the new corporation. So uh, that started a layoff uh, moment. They wanted me to stay on for indefinite time, but uh, obviously knew I, if we're staying in Orange County, I need to find a new role. Okay. Um, Pastor Tom had been teaching on uh, faith and risk hmm. in a sermon series. And uh, I I never met Pastor Tom. I asked a question, like uh, sent him a note and said, hey, interested in this? And so we met, uh, talked through it, and he's like, what's going on in your life? So uh, eventually it, it ended to, this is, this is what I'm going through. And uh, at the end of that discussion, Pastor Tom said, um, not offering you a job. Uh, but Pastor Rick and I have been praying for someone with your skill set for about five years. And what wow. did they mean by that skill set? Uh, it was it was the uh, creative director okay. running a, a communications in in-house cre- communications team. Okay, um, you know marketing and all that together and video. Mm-hmm. So uh, I was like, "Whoa, this is very strange." Um, so that started a process uh, of interviewing, and uh, it was a. Several months process. <laughs> it can be lengthy. Yeah. And um, it was just kind of surreal. And I remember um, sitting with Teresa and said, hey, what are we, what are we going to do? Mm-hmm. And she said, uh, lots of wisdom comes from my wife. She said, if you, uh, if you choose not to go, 
do you think you'd be disobedient to God? Good question. Yeah. Good and question. I was like, oh, that is a good question. Because we watched. a band-aid after that question. Yeah. We saw doors <laughs> just fling open. Yeah. And uh, was kind of like, like literally three months before, I'd never even thought about working in mm. full-time ministry. Mm-hmm. God, two years before, God had told me through a Bible study that uh, I would be in ministry full-time one day. So I was like, hmm, what, what does that look like? Actually thought it would be in the arts, um, which we're going to talk about today. Yeah, uh, so that was an interesting uh, moment. So that's what led to me mm-hmm. coming on staff. And do you remember what that Bible study was? Was it a book of the Bible or a particular? Uh, I don't. Study? It was just daily quiet time. Okay. And, and it was one of those things like, you know, searching, yeah. uh, you know, purpose and, and those kind of things. And it was like, mm-hmm. hey you should be a ministry. So yeah. I was like, whoa, what does that look like? So, yeah. And what yeah, was that great. like for your family at that point? So you had... Beth, I'm going to limit you to just one more okay. question on okay. this trail. <laughs> <laughs> you... um, we got to move on. Go ahead, move us on. Move you us on. aren't comfortable <laughs> enough I, for I, that I, many questions. <laughs> I distinctly remember uh, Teresa and I went to Glen Ivy, which is like a resort area. It's like a day spa. Yeah, okay. it really smells uh, a lot. So, yeah, it's Very really stinky water. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we went out there for the day. Somebody gifted us, I think, a, a gift card, and we went. And um, we were out there, and and I had felt this burden for a while, and I shared it with her while we were floating around in a pool. And uh, smelly she was, pool. It, that one wasn't smelly. Okay. That one mm-hmm. was a, just a regular pool. Yeah. That's where you get the stank off. You get yeah. in there. <laughs> yeah. You get muddy. Yeah. It's great. Um, and she was so supportive. She's like, well, that's what God's telling you mm-hmm. you know what does that mean telling you we had a big discussion about that but yeah uh it was uh i said i don't know what it means i don't know but here's some passions of mine that uh god has dredged up mm-hmm. and uh might be in the arts and uh so she was like let's go whatever whatever that looks like let's cool. walk through that together so that's awesome it's great yeah it's awesome that's great and and your job is as Saddleback is really always contained a creative element, but it seems like that's even True. gotten to crank up even more in recent years, wouldn't you Yeah, say? I would say like last six years, I've been kind of the look and feel pastor mm-hmm. involved with, you know, environments and how things look even before with staging and uh, yeah. before now they're doing a much better job than I was at it now uh, mm-hmm. on John's team mm-hmm. in worship arts. But, uh, uh, you know, it was always one of those things that's kind of, Seemed like it came around my way. I remember Rick, Pastor Rick saying, hey, well, Jim, he introduced me one time as he's our look and feel pastor. Mm. And I went, oh, there's there's a new <laughs> okay, title, you know. Well, um, <laughs> and so uh, God's blessed in that and allowed yeah. us to, to, to approach that. So That's yeah. great. So talking about creativity today, mm-hmm. um, one of the ideas that comes to mind, we're talking about the soul. So we're talking about how creativity can kind of help express our soul, mm-hmm. our love for God, and mm. lots lots of different facets to that. Um, but one thing we know is true is we're we're made we're made by a creator, right. and we're made in the image of that creator. Mm-hmm. So those two things we know are true. God mm-hmm. has demonstrated His creativity, and He's said that He's made us in in His image. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, in a sense, every, all of us, mm-hmm. whether we see ourselves as like creative types or not, we're we're creators in mm-hmm. a sense. We're makers. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. How do you see that playing out practically in people's lives? Like mm-hmm. just thinking of the spectrum, God's made lots of different kinds of people, and yet we all still are made in His creative image. Mm-hmm. What would you say about that? 
Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, I believe this wholeheartedly that we're all uh, created in his image and that we are all creatives. Mm-hmm. Uh, you'll hear that though in the church setting, in in out in the world and corporate. Yeah. Uh, well, the creatives, you know, yeah. the creative team, or They're I'm a creative artsy. or right. whatever. Yeah. And um, I think that is that's actually a fundamental breakdown. I think in who God, how He sees us. Mm-hmm. And um, so I, when I hear people say that, well, you're an artist or you're creative. I'm not. I'm not creative. You know, I don't have creative bone in my body. Mm-hmm. You know, hear this kind of term, like, I'll only draw with, you know, stick figures. You yeah. hear these kind of things when somebody finds out you're an artist. Yeah. And um, I look at it and I go, man, we are, we, are, we are made in his image that we have this creativity in us and it's part of our DNA. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's interesting as we look at projects here that we do, sometimes we do uh, uh, experiences with art around Easter and other Christmas sometimes and other events. And uh, we'll watch families, they'll push children into an art experience. Like, mm. oh, they should experience, they should go paint or they should do the mural. Mm. Right? But the parents will stand off. Adults, and as they get older, the farther away typically they get from that table. Interesting. Mm-hmm. That is interesting. And I think culturally we, we, you know, that's a thing of a child, that creativity, you know, mm-hmm. explored that when I was young. You hear that a lot, you mm-hmm. know. Yeah. Oh, I used to draw a lot and I used to do this. But, you know, when I got serious about life, I stopped being creative. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, th- I think that's a real misnomer, especially for the in the life of a believer, yeah. uh, a follower of Jesus. It's like, hey, this is, you've got the, the skill set. Mm-hmm. You you've got the gifts internally. Mm-hmm. Bring those forward. Yeah. You know, you've yeah. got some of that. And they may so, not look exactly how you think they're going to look. I mean, right. yeah. people think like, uh, I, what I hear you saying is that creativity, like for us moderns, has kind of been turned into a, a label that only applies mm-hmm. to some people, mm-hmm. yep. as opposed to what I think we can derive pretty strongly from the scriptures, which is, uh, it's an essential part of mm-hmm. human nature. It's yes. an essential part yeah. of who human beings are made mm-hmm. in his image. Um, so that's interesting. Why do you think, what do you think... What do you think happens that causes that to die off as mm. people grow into adulthood? Because you, you made a correlation between age, which I definitely would see. I mean, yeah. compare the number of pictures that I draw per week with the number of pictures that my four-year-old daughter draws per week. Not mm-hmm. even close, you know, or just her sheer, like she's expressive in all that she does, right. you know? Mm-hmm. Right. So there's definitely a fall off that happens. Right. What do you chalk that up to? Um, I think it's, it is, you touched on it. I think it's about definitions. What what does mm-hmm. it mean to be creative? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I... uh my, I just had my sister was just in the hospital, and I ran into a nurse. We had we had one nurse that we loved, and she was on two nights. She was the most creative, uh, and you just watched how she dealt with people and how how much compassion she had for others, and how mm-hmm. she used her skill sets uh, to benefit someone mm-hmm. who's hurting. Mm-hmm. And I went, I, I thanked her for being creative, and she looked at me, mm-hmm. and I go, "You're being very creative around how you you mm-hmm. approach your role." And and she was like, oh, I don't see myself as a creative of all. There, there it went mm. again. I don't mm. see myself creative. Yeah. And I said, well, gosh, as as someone who be, is in that category as a creative, yeah. Um, and sometimes creatives wear that badge uh, a little too strong. It's kind of like, well, mm. we're the creative team. Mm-hmm. You guys are the, you know. Whoa, you just touched team. on something. Yeah, that <laughs> it's a hot, create, hot topic. Those who have yeah. the label can actually maybe yeah. reinforce the barrier sure. between those yeah. who have and have not. There's a lot wow. of job security around that. Yeah. Mm. Creativity. That's marker. interesting. Yeah, that yeah. is so. interesting. Mm. So Jim, for the adult who says, I'm not a creative, mm. I'm not one of those people, mm. like what would you encourage them or how mm. would you encourage them? I, I think that uh, 
there's so many things tied to it that are important for uh, if we're talking to a Christian audience mm-hmm. around this. You know, worldview is a big one. Mm-hmm. You know, how do we see the world? Mm-hmm. Um, if we're just moving from A to B, like I have the job Monday to Friday so I can be in the weekend mm-hmm. and, and then enjoy life. If if that approach, that that view of how society works is a flawed view, uh, it you end up being less creative, I believe, at times, mm-hmm. right? It's means to an end, maybe. Yeah even in creativity. And I look at it, if, if we are to be in, in uh, like Christ, be in God's image, we should be creative and be thinking about how creative can I be and what is put uh, in front of me. Mm-hmm. You know, Pastor Rick talks about um, contentment mm-hmm. and where God has you. If, if you're, you're fruitful in what you're doing in your work and in your ministry, you know, how creative can you be around that? Um, creativity abounds. It can be, I think, anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um and it's, you know, from, like, my wife's one of those that'll say, she's not very creative. It's like, she's married to an artist. And right. She says this. But she's she's such a great cook. Mm-hmm. And amazing. And, and her hospitality, her gifts of hospitality, mm-hmm. very, very, she hardly uses recipes anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, you watch this happen and you see a gift. I mean, people come to her and go, well, I want to, show me how you do this. That's a very much of a sign of creativity. A person is creative. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Someone's looking to them for an example mm-hmm. uh, of, of, hey, I see you doing this. How are you doing that? It's different. Yeah. I'm just yeah. not looking at a recipe that I found online and, and making something. Yeah. yeah. Um, so worldview and leaning into gifts. How about this whole, how do you help an adult recover this sense of mm-hmm. creativity that they experienced as a child? Yeah, I, uh, I believe in finding time for an outlet like mm-hmm. that. Right. If you if you have a job that you feel like you're not you can't be creative in, there there's I'm sure there are jobs mm-hmm. that are pretty confining and that, those kind of things. And and you know if, if you're a mom of six or and a lot of your time is taken up with being maybe creative around raising kids and doing this mm-hmm. kind of stuff, or um, you know an attorney or, or you know do these things and and it's there's confinements around of it. Um, I believe if we if we stifle that creativity side of us. Um, we're not being like Christ and, and like God in those moments. And, and, and there's something inside wanting to get out. Mm-hmm. I, I look at, you look at um, the culture currently, and there's a lot of like, you see Groupons and things for uh, wine and painting or right. ceramics. <laughs> I mean, and you see yeah. these adults or, or community college and um, they're yeah. full of people trying to experience something in a creative way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think that um, for somebody who's like, yeah, as a child, I was that way. Um, I think a lot of it is in how we raise raise our own kids and and that creativity around. Mm-hmm. Um, well, when do we shut that down? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. our culture will do that. Like when money gets tight in schools, uh, they'll, they'll take away the arts, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's things that, that we tend to value differently and say, hey, academics are the most important um, or sports or stuff, but we're going to take away the arts, music. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. we're going to pull those things away. Um, I think it develops a person holistically better when they have those things engaged. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, yeah. I think we do that to ourselves as well. Mm-hmm. We, yeah, like as soon as our personal time or money or whenever resources become sure. scarce, we then pare back what we do. Yeah. And so, like if if things are tight, I'm going to be focused on things that will that will get me where I need to go or get me back to a place of mm-hmm. security, that kind of thing, rather than still carve out the time to right. you know, express and to do things that really give life to me mm-hmm. at the soul level. Um, 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's huge. I also hear a correlation between this childlike creativity and then the Bible talks a lot about childlike faith. Mm. You know, I think mm. as we get older, I know for me, I become more serious or more contemplative, but childlike faith really is just mm. to love and mm. to right. accept and to acknowledge. Mm. And yeah. so to me, there's, I'm just hearing this yeah. in our conversation, this correlation between this mm. childlike creativity where we're exploring and right. And, the, and the, the joy of making without right. self-consciousness, right. you know, like without the, all the baggage that, uh, yep. that we adults slather mm-hmm. onto stuff, you know? Sure. Mm-hmm. Or like baggage around creativity. It's like, well, how competent are you? Right. Or are right. you good at it? Right. Is it worth hanging on the wall? Is it uh, something that I can, you know, go to open mic and seeing, or mm. I don't have a very good voice or I, you know, all these, we come in, it's a performance-based thing. Sure. Yeah. And um, I think that's a, a it's culturally very strong in this area, right? It's about, mm-hmm. hey, well, how good are they? We have shows on TV about mm-hmm. the best singers and we, yeah. we vote off the bad ones. We buzz and, them. Right. <laughs> so I sit and go. Give them the gong. Drop them. Um, and so, I, you know, those are the big challenges and they're here. Those aren't something we're going to do away with. Yeah. Uh, but I do see that as um, when, you, when you define being creative as a disciple of Christ, mm-hmm. what does that look like? And it's like, is it for your own purposes? Is it for how you look to others? Uh, or is it an act of worship? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is it something that, hey, this is the way, you know, I, I don't particularly have a great voice, or so I'm not going to be in the worship mm. choir band at my church, or I'm not going to, uh, oh, I don't have a desire to do that. But yeah. um, so this is for myself. You know, sometimes I think people think soul care is just for them, and mm. certainly there's a part of that is for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, that, that, that expression, learning something new, trying, getting your hands dirty, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. um, when you talk about arts, there's so many different avenues for yeah. that. Um, I think so. one, can we just maybe once and for all, <laughs> just expand the definition of what creativity is a little mm-hmm. bit? I think, I think part of what we've touched on, like when you talked about, I think it was a nurse that you referenced mm-hmm. to it, you know, had found creative ways to render care to people. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we... We talked about this with John Cassetto, how, for example, the the notion of worship has gotten very tightly wrapped up in the concept of right. music. Really right. narrow. So music yeah. is worship, worship is music, mm-hmm. and those two things have become so bonded that it's hard. It's we have to, we have to like really push people to think of worship right. spilling over those boundaries. I think artistically we do that as well. Like mm. we oh, for sure. we kind of like we we kind of confine the arts to you know, fine arts and music and, and that kind of stuff to certain sets of meat, like certain mediums, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but maybe we can just expand that a little bit and say, you know, for example, like someone who, like if you work with spreadsheets all day, like you can, you could think of that as a job that's pretty like cut and dry, very logic based and not very Analytical. creative, but, but there's yeah. still space in, in everything that we do mm-hmm. to find creative solutions to problems, mm-hmm. to find new ways of doing things, to... Uh, like like you mentioned your wife cooking that's a great great mm-hmm. example you know the way the way you care for your kids you know the 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 little life hacks that you discover that you know that you're like oh being light bulb moment you right know, the way you mow your lawn creativity. yeah right? <laughs> like i had this light bulb moment where i was like i am a creator <laughs> when i had my little 3 year old at the time she was maybe like 1 and she would eat oranges and she would like i would peel the orange she would eat that thing and you know oranges like you have to eat a wedge of an orange in one bite or else it's a juicy mess that goes everywhere. Mm -hmm. So the age old problem was like juice running down the arms all over the floor. And so I just was like, 
I'm going to I'm going to tie I'm just paper laughing, towels. Thinking about this, I, so I was like, I'm going to tie paper towels. I'm going to roll them up, tie them around her wrist, and they're like sweat bands for her arms. And I remember Perfect. thinking, like, this is great. This is making my life so much better. And so for me, that was like a that was a moment where there was just a little spark of creativity. It was fun, and it mm. it was like it was very pragmatic. Mm. So I didn't, you know, I didn't go. I have this idea for for juice wristbands for my kids i'm gonna go i'm gonna go paint this or write a song about it i just did the thing and it was just this little moment where i was like it was gratifying for me it was pragmatic and i think there are opportunities to do that in in every line of work Mm -hmm. in every aspect of life regardless of whether you consider yourself a creative in the in the what's now become the traditional sense of the word absolutely yeah jim how Mm. would you say that we creatively connect people to God here at Saddleback Church? Like, what does that look like mm. for you and your ministry area mm. and for us as a church? Uh, yeah, about six years ago, we started an arts ministry uh, that currently is called Saddleback Visual Arts. So it was it was when you talk about John and Worship Arts, he and I talked about this a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like there's there's a certain channel that's, that's a necessity, mm-hmm. right, around worship as in music, for the weekend or for an event or for the things that we do um that is absolute necessity and it's definitely the the given right mm-hmm. but where are those other areas and we found that there were people that were that don't fit quite that criteria that mold to what that is or what that should be mm-hmm. um that were kind of going wow i'm just not feeling fulfilled or valued or um uh at, at church or in culture and so we made it we made a spot for that we made it, and we started out very humbly um, but it was kind of, it took a, you know, a staff person, um, a little bit of budget and a place places was really important. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people that would consider themselves creatives, mm-hmm. um, they create in a vacuum mm-hmm. and we believe in community. So what, what, one of our big goals was create community for people that are kind of like-minded. Mm-hmm. So yeah. people, and then we find people that are kind of peripheral that was like, well, maybe I was creative in college or, right. you know, I took an art class years ago and I loved mm-hmm. it. And, uh, but then life got busy and I don't do that anymore. Or mm-hmm. Those kind of things, you know, or I'm very craftsy, you know, all these different niches of creativity, you mm-hmm. know, and uh, we see culture building things around it, like Pinterest and, and other things that uh, Etsy, right. A huge one mm-hmm. outlets for, yeah. for people sure. um, to express and sell, maybe sell their creativity, but even places like Howl's or yeah. like all these yeah. house design apps. Right. Yeah. And so we, we look at it and, um, I think it's a natural expression. So it's it's giving an opportunity. Uh, I told Pastor Rick before we started the ministry that we run artists out of the church, and he's like, "Whoa, I love art. I I, I don't do that. I do, well, how? Give me an example how we do that." And I said, "There there's no expression for them other than through music, you know, being in a choir or being mm-hmm. in these. And those are great. They're awesome. Mm-hmm. But you know, there's no other outlet." Uh, that is something that says, "Hey, that's something that this church values. Uh, we value creativity, and based on those things that we talked about, being you know God as the the um, capital C creator and us as the little C creator, mm-hmm. um, you know the makers that's th- that kind of stuff. And like we have an artisan ministry now that's a like a woodworking ministry mm-hmm. that builds stuff. They you know we'll task them for that, or and sometimes they partner us on our projects. They can come alongside." Uh, artists that are in the ministry to build an apparatus to hang something on or, mm-hmm. you know, so they're being fulfilled in, in, in this desire they have to work with their hands and, and yeah. those type of things too. Mm-hmm. Uh, so um, to me, it's, it's really those opportunities. Um, a great example, we, we had, uh, we have, we have a, uh, a woman named Judith that's in our ministry. She's one of our leaders. 
And um, she's been through a lot of hardships lately in the last couple of years. She was in an accident, mm-hmm. um, had to stop working, uh, and uh, she's going through this process. Well, she plop, it plopped her down in Orange County, and her sister, where she was came in for care, uh, is a member of our church. And um, Judith at her former church was they had this card ministry where they would come together and they'd make cards for people, encouragement and these kind of things. Well, mm-hmm. she showed up with Jason and I was like, hey, I want to start. Th- it was awesome at my last church. We want to start this cards ministry. And we're like, this doesn't fit in our creative <laughs> slot of, of things. But um, all of a sudden we saw it gain. Like people, it was an entry point hmm. for people that are like, hey, I'm not too yep. creative. I don't have the skill set. Um, it's an entry point for them. And they meet twice a week now. They come in and they're creating cards. They're going to the Peace Center. They're, mm-hmm. you know, they're 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 doing ones for military now. We're we're partnering with our military ministry, and it's encouragement, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And it's like yeah. little artistic thing, scripture on the inside, a personal note. That's cool. And it's like they're free. Here they are. You know, yeah. it's such a. It's, it, I love the throughput for it because it's like coming in, being creative, and then releasing it. Mm-hmm. And there's this real, and so the value. Is there? There can be high value of that, but but low low cost, low ability for people, mm-hmm. and then they're now asking us for like, hey, we want to have some training around pastels, or we would love to improve our skill sets around this. But uh-huh. it has a direct correlation to the peace center, to mm-hmm. uh, military ministry, to mm-hmm. other, we're 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 now looking. I, I always believe in when God shows up with people. Mm-hmm. Uh, our job is to facilitate uh, the desire and the need to do something with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had that happen about 10 years ago with our PIX ministry. We started this PIX ministry with seven people in it, photographers. So it's uh, Photographers in Christ Service is what PIX stands for. Okay. And it was like uh, we were doing all stock photography and communications and all this stuff. And they were like, whoa, you're spending all this money in stock. Can we do the photos? Mm-hmm. Um, so we started did some training. Mm-hmm. They had these. And they were doing peace trips and baptisms. And uh, – you know, now you see it. Every time we have baptism, somebody gets a photo. It goes in a, in a very practical yep. uses yeah. of creativity, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, and somebody's skills, mm-hmm. and um, and it's great. And uh, it's funny. All of a sudden, as as the leader of that PIX ministry, a staff leader, um, and we had a volunteer leader as well. It just started swelling. We're having these monthly meetings. Then we started a monthly mm-hmm. meeting, and within a couple of years, we had 180 people come to these meetings. Wow. And it was like. Okay, God, what are you doing? This is cr- I don't I don't have head of communications. I'm like I don't have outlets. Yeah, for, yeah. for we need more bulletins. Right, <laughs> right. Yeah, more photos. You know more all this stuff. But yeah. that that actually was a catalyst to doing more candid photos in 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 our bulletins and stuff. We yeah. redesigned our bulletins. Cool. And Pastor Rick was like, you know, make make the big church small. So that that photo ministry became a way to make the big church small because every week we had new photos mm-hmm. that were from the week before, mm-hmm. and people wow. were like. They'd open it up and look. They're trying to see, hey, yeah. look what's going Who's on and it? seeing what's happening. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that was just one of the outlets that, that we had. And, That's neat. and so I see that happening now with the card ministry. Yeah. I see, okay, God, what are you doing? Because this isn't my idea uh, for yeah. it. Um, it wasn't on our agenda. It wasn't on our, our spreadsheet of what to do this next year in mm-hmm. arts ministry. Mm-hmm. But we're seeing it grow. And, and they were meeting the other day, and there's like 12 people in there. And I was like, Holy smokes! They're and they're cranking out cards. They're like, Jim, here's this big stack of cards. What are we gonna do with these cards? You know, and awesome. they're they're improving. They're different styles. Yeah, um, they're doing categories now. Great. Uh, it's neat to see. You know, so that's that's a an easy way for somebody to spend a minimum amount of time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
And uh, there's they can gain some skill set as well as camaraderie, community. I'm watching, I walked in, I walked by the studio, and they're in there praying. Mm-hmm. They're praying over the carts, and they're praying for each other. And mm-hmm. I went, that's community, mm-hmm. right? That mm-hmm. is making the big church big church small. Mm-hmm. That is giving those people a, a value to what they're doing mm-hmm. um, and blessing others. Yeah. So, Jim, real quick, what else happens in the studio? On a weekly basis, um, every third Thursdays, we every third Thursday we have a uh, official gathering, so that we all come together. Uh, like I'm leading ones, first one I've led, uh, I think ever. Um, uh-huh. Next Thursday night, and it's uh, we're bringing in uh, a group called Alabaster, which uh, they're they're USC uh, grads who are young guys who are like, hey, we we feel called to bringing a new visual look to scripture. Hmm. So they've published the gospels. They got four of them currently. Hmm. And uh, one of the guys is a film, he's a film guy at USC. And uh, he's done photography that parallels scripture, very clean design. Uh, the way it's bound, it doesn't look like a Bible, hmm. uh, but it's, it's God's word. Uh, with cool. visuals that are photo representative of of what's in the story, mm-hmm. and so they're going to come. They're going to talk about our process. So that's something. So we like to give examples mm-hmm. of what real people are doing out in the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes it's somebody from missions who will come in who's a photographer. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's a uh, we we do some workshops as well. Like uh, we did a ceramics workshop on Raku, right? And we all got get our hands dirty be a part of a process, couple week thing, and then we we did a firing okay. um, in there. So we, we have ceramics. Of painting. ceramics, not yep. people, right? Firing Yeah, of no ceramics. firing of people. <laughs> uh, and no fire. We had fire, <laughs> but nobody caught on fire, which is a good thing. Very Babylonian. <laughs> and uh, so we're very focused on, we do a lot of teaching around what we're talking about here today, soul care, mm-hmm. uh, creativity, and, and what does it look like? You know, how do you see yourself mm-hmm. in God's economy? How do you... You know, because we believe that's a very important part of of seeing yourself as an artist, as a Christian, as an as as a creative. Mm-hmm. Is like, how does God? How do you see God? It's a worldview. How do you see God? And how do you see yourself? Mm-hmm. Um, we do uh, art for healing, and and in there as well. We do special events. We've got some uh, certified trainers now that have actually gone and gone to like Chapman College and gotten certified in this. Wow. A woman in our church. Uh, developed this whole curriculum maybe 10 or 15 years ago and now it's an actual curriculum taught it okay you get certification through it um uh and uh we've got probably five or six uh trained uh i don't want to call them therapists but they're art art for healing Mm -hmm. uh, facilitators okay and so they'll bring in smaller groups you know we and we do a lot with our pastoral care team uh where they'll bring in uh People struggling with suicide, mm-hmm. or uh, you know, a, a number of things. The mm-hmm. last mm-hmm. mental health conference that we just had on that Friday, they did seventy some people signed up for it, and we did it. We did like four different uh, little hour long. You know, you go out and you're using these are not these would not be people classified as creatives. Like this is only for the artists, mm-hmm. but we have artists come around mm-hmm. and help them go through a process with paint and express emotions and and. Cool. And there's scripture involved, and there's mm-hmm. all. It's like so cool. It's actually a, an answer to prayer. That's sweet. in our ministry. So, so what are some what are some simple ways that somebody can, whether they think of themselves as creative or not, how can people begin to express their love for God, express the contents of their soul, mm-hmm. just in simple ways, just day to day, just in mm-hmm. life. Mm-hmm. 
Um, to me, it, it's it's hard one sometimes for me to answer because as a very young child, I was the doodler in church, right? I was mm. on the bulletin. I'm like drawing and my mom would date them all and keep them. Scary. Wow. Um, but I have all these. So it was a natural part of who I was um, in a vein. So she was like, like, on cool. this day of this year, Jim wasn't listening to this yeah. message. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, I think way to go, mom. Like interesting. That's yeah, she really exciting. nurtured that. There's a great TED talk on doodling. Yeah, that talks about how people that doodle it actually helps them focus and retain. Interesting. Where a lot of people think they're distracted and doing something else. Sure. Very, very good to watch yeah. that TED. Talk. We do our fair share. My of doodles doodling. when I was a kid in church. I don't think they were that really <laughs> philosophical. It was <laughs> like. Uh, what was the question again? We got him a doodling. <laughs> just what, uh, what are creative ways that people can can express themselves and express yeah. their souls just in day-to-day life? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, it's one of the things that, and we all talk about it as believers, but journaling, like you hear that a lot. Mm. And I've seen stats on how many people actually journal or do it at length, you know, that habit of journaling. Yeah. And there's not a lot of them. I've tried. Um, so I'll give you an example. What I, I bought, a, there's a Bible I have. It's it's a, it's a journaling Bible. It's a big square. Um, but I use Big it as, as a sketch. Yeah. 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 And I use it and I will, when I read scripture, some, I don't use this all the time, but I'll, I'll do a sketch around what, what I'm reading. Mm. Right. Mm-hmm. Something that way. No one's ever going to see it. I'm not going to show it to, I'm not going to post it on Instagram. I'm not going to be oh, like, man. uh, Hey, check out this. Cause it's not a performance, but it's yeah. something, you know, and I've gone back and looked at ones that I've done. You know, highlighted something over here and gone, look, what did I draw? And sometimes mm-hmm. it's a squiggle. Sometimes it's more elaborate. Um, uh, that's one of those things that is easy for me, but I think other people would go, oh, I'm yeah. not, I don't have the right number two pencil and I don't have, you know, <laughs> I'm not a chalk artist, I, whatever. Or the right um, Tombow marker. Yeah. Right? Right. Uh, my thing is, is, uh, you know, approach ministry that you're in or something around. If you go, if you have a desire to be creative, um, if somebody doesn't, I'm not. I don't think we should force them to do it. Sure. Uh, it's maybe not their shape, right? But um, I think you can be creative around, uh, like Pastor Rick says, when you take notes. This is the reason we take notes in church. You're retaining much higher percentage of what you're retaining because you wrote mm. it down. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I'm like, man, if you're if you're journaling around uh, a daily quiet time, if you're, um, you know, uh, thinking through your day about this and and make a note and uh, draw it. You know, or those kind of things. Graphics, right? Infographics. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I have a friend who's an artist. He does it professionally. Infographic. He makes bank, and he's he's the most amazing infographic. Like you can give him like I have this idea. Um, can you make that into a visual? And he's so good at it. You know, those kind That's of sweet. things. Like like processing that visually, hmm. that visual way. Uh, right brain, left brain, and all that gets into this. Mm-hmm. You know, um, there's tests online. My daughter took a test the other day. It was like. She thinks she's very right brain, like dad. And uh, she went and she was kind of split. And she was like, I was so depressed because I was like left and right. <laughs> um, but it shows she's got analytical skills and stuff yeah. as well mm-hmm. and processing as well as that creative side. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think it's I think it's a good thing for everyone to relax sometimes and just do something uh, that's fun. You know, yeah. mm-hmm. when, when you got kids around, it's easier, right? You were talking about your daughter and, yeah. you know, making cufflinks out of paper for sometimes it's mandatory oranges. drawing she's like dad draw with me i'm like oh, okay right um and 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 remember that it's uh it's not about performance mm-hmm. yeah right i'm not gonna right. post it on the fridge i'm not gonna you know you don't have to do that maybe it's just for you maybe it's just for god it's something that you're you're thinking about and you're like hey 
I'm going to try this and, and I'm going to do it for, for you and for those reasons, not for mm-hmm. myself. Yeah. But you are doing it. It's both. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'll go through periods where I, like this dry spell where I'm not, I'm too busy. I'm not being necessarily creative. I'm not in the, those tangible ways like drawing or, mm-hmm. or whatever. And um, it, it dries you up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I, I think having those expressions, I think that's why those Groupons and all those things do so well. Uh is that they're like, oh, it's causing me to think differently. Get down on the on the driveway with with a, your neighbor kid and do chalk. You know, you yeah. always walk by, especially summer, and you see the chalk chalk yeah. drawings on the thing. Yeah, Fourth of July, you know that kind of stuff. Hey, get out there and just like experience some creativity around those kind of things. Yep. Yeah, um, I believe looking at uh, God's creation is a is a major inspiration. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe that when we get outside, you know, people always say like, well, it's God's country. We went to Colorado or yeah. Pennsylvania or whatever. Or Wyoming and, or Montana. And, and, and those kind of, and I say, I th- certainly go, whoa, if we look at it through the lens that God created everything, mm-hmm. okay? Um, and he's created us to make things, right? If you, if you think about that, he's the model. Right, and even even the tangible like this table, we see this stuff, and there's wood here, but some artisan took this and put it together, and and, mm-hmm. and did this so we could have a nice backdrop here, mm-hmm. you yeah. know that kind of thing. I, I, it's like if you, we take so much for granted mm-hmm. around this stuff, and yeah. um, I think it's something that we all want to be. I hear that a lot. Oh, I wish I was creative, mm-hmm. right? And my thing is just step out and find something that interests you. Uh, and, and step into it a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe great. it's word art, you know, that that's very popular right now yeah. around scripture and sayings and quotes and that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, step into that. Yeah. Try it. Don't mm-hmm. show it to somebody and post yeah. it, you know, look at what they're doing and see how they're doing it. Like, uh, there's a bunch on the internet that you can see and people yeah. are doing great jobs at it. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good way. That's good. Uh, we got a little bit of time left. Just quickly, can you tell us about some books that have mm. been inspirational for you or kind of helped you in this area? I do. I do a lot of reading around this topic. Um, big ones that I can I can pick up uh, right off the bat are like Oren uh, McManus's uh, Artisan Soul. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, that was a surprise book for me. I thought it was going to be for artists. You know, it's like, oh, mm. the art book. Because you see that. It's you colorful. see artists post it. Yeah. And I love, he takes you down this journey. Actually, a lot of it's his own journey around uh, being creative and mm. defining what we're talking about here with God and the image of God and creating the image of God and, and being creative and being an artisan. He talks a lot about artisan. Mm. Um, there's all this tension in the art world about artisans versus crafts versus high art, mm. you know, all these things. Mm-hmm. And I sit there and go, let's remove those that, that stigma around that stuff and just not enough to have labels you got to have sub labels right right and and break other it ones down are even higher further. than others you know yeah um but our culture drives this stuff we have to fight it mm-hmm. yeah you know um one thing for the church you know i think i think christians should be investors in art now mm-hmm. that might be a different com you know a different idea yeah. mm-hmm. but i and i found myself following this role like hey i'm on ebay looking for like cheap art that i like you know yeah. um how cheap can i get it uh you know it becomes this commodity yeah and it's like hey think about somebody you know f- do some investigation you know we were talking about uh you know rembrandt and and this kind of stuff and it's like having a print like i have a print in my office that uh uh, it's a painting. It's a very famous German, I can't think of his name right now, uh, artist, but it's on um, 
Jesus in the boat during the storm, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And it, it's a very classical way that's drawn it. You see the faces of the disciples and they're freaking out. <laughs> and, and Jesus is just kind of waking up, right? And it's like, and I use this analogy with people and I talk to them like, hey, Jesus is in your boat. Here's a visual portrayal of it. Mm-hmm. You know, look at it, study it, see how the light is, and and it it brings it to life rather than oh, it's just a story. I just read it. Mm-hmm. You know, it brings yeah. you see emotion in it. You see mm-hmm. the, the turmoil. You see what the artist went through to make it. Mm-hmm. You know that piece, yeah. and you're like, whoa! I can identify that and go, I love that. So yeah. like, I I bought a print. You know, mm-hmm. now that artist isn't getting uh, that royalty. He's long dead. But um, <laughs> you know, think about that with artists. Even you know, mm-hmm. if we if we 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 want artists that are believers in a culture, um, not just church culture, but in a culture where they're creating great art. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's because that's their life vocation. Mm-hmm. Uh, awesome, let's support them. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. The church has that's, historically that's one way been to be a huge proponent. Too, is yeah, investing, engaging. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like we the Laguna Arts Festival uh, Monday night went to the preview mm-hmm. and. Uh, we had two artists that are from our ministry that are actually showing this year. Oh, great! Sweet. And um, it was been an intentional process to get get them there, not necessarily from a, um, an evangelism standpoint, but it's just hey, we need great artists mm-hmm. engaged yeah. in culture. They're going to talk to people there that are mm-hmm. not Christians, believers, uh, all kinds of things, mm-hmm. and they're gonna they're gonna get to know them. They're right across from them and other artists, and yeah. you know we want them rubbing elbows with people, but they're just they're being creative and they're they're following their gifts, mm-hmm. yeah. what God gave them. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, it isn't representational art. That's another big topic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is it representational versus abstract or, or mm-hmm. whatever? But um, uh, you know, we we have a gallery here on campus. It's our front lobby mm-hmm. in our church. Um, here in Lake Forest. Yeah, here at yeah. Lake Forest. And other some other we've been working with other campuses to take art into their uh worship center as well. Mm-hmm. And um we believe, you know, that that that's a language that culture outside of church understands mm-hmm. and values. Mm-hmm. But the church typically doesn't. Yeah. Which and, is a terrible shift because historically the church true. was a huge proponent of the arts. And I'm glad to see you kind of reinvigorating mm-hmm. that, yeah. at least here at Saddleback and mm-hmm. and I, I think that uh, even the broader church is starting to kind of catch up to that too. I think mm-hmm. we swung, I think sure, we swung, sure. the pendulum swung mm-hmm. away from creativity, mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. for centuries. And I think we're seeing that kind of reemerge a little mm-hmm. bit where the arts are being rewarded more than they mm-hmm. were for, yeah. for quite some time, which I think is great. Yep. You know, my very first impression of Saddleback was the gallery and mm-hmm. we were featuring Leslie Granger mm-hmm. and she had these beautiful, colorful prints. Love it. And walked yeah. in on our very first weekend here and that was what struck mm-hmm. me. Yeah, yeah the color. Cool. Leslie, she worked for me as a designer in the in the marketplace. She did. How about that? Interesting. There's a story around that one too. You should ask her that. One. <laughs> I will. Yeah, Beth, you had a book that you wanted to recommend. I can't remember which one. Was. Oh yeah, which the Artist Way, and I've heard mm-hmm. you talk about this as mm-hmm. well. Um, uh, Julia Cameron. Yeah, yeah, Julia Cameron book. We we did a uh, summer uh, like study around that. Mm-hmm. We had people get into groups and read it and weekly meet, you know, do the exercises, go through it. Mm-hmm. It's great. I mean, and to touch on that, that's basically trying to remove uh, the, those, those lies that we believe mm-hmm. about all artists are poor and starving. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, really the artists in a lot of ways, their own worst enemy. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, there's a statement that she says in that book that I love. She says, um, we all look at it and we say, Oh, it's it's lonely down here at the bottom. We all want to be at the top as an artist. And she said, I'm going to tell you something right now. Somebody who's been at the top, it's lonely at the top. Hmm. It's because most people won't get creative. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. 
Yeah. And I, I believe uh, Julia is a, a, a person of faith. Yeah. Um, so there's too. definitely some correlation in there uh, when we went through the book. Mm-hmm. And I love that she would say that all of us are creatives, just some mm-hmm. of us are blocked mm-hmm. and others are unblocked. Yeah. So the unblocked creatives are the ones who are yeah. creating, you know, yeah. with freedom and flexibility right. and the rest of us are have blocked that. Yeah. So, and yeah. you had a book too, Doug. Yeah, this is one that uh, Jason and I, who you know from other episodes, uh, stumbled onto down at the ranch, uh, our retreat center here. Mm-hmm. It's called The Return of the Prodigal Son, uh, a story of homecoming. And it's actually uh, by a guy named Henry Nowen, who's a great theological mm-hmm. writer. He's written a lot of really great, contemplative works mm. that are really great for for spiritual formation great great soul material mm. uh, but this one Jason and I both read like I think we both got through most of it the day we were down there or at least kind of flipped through it um, but he basically takes this this great work this Rembrandt the return mm. of the prodigal son and he talks about this chance encounter that he had with this work while he was I can't remember where um, but he he kind of got in front of this piece and he was just struck by it and so this book is basically a reflection where he talks through the story of the prodigal son and he talks about his um, the impressions that he received in looking at this work. Mm-hmm. So this is one that I highly recommend for for somebody who uh, I'll, I'll tell you what I loved about this book is it helped me to 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 look at a work of art and to 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 start developing eyes that help me extract meaning from that. So he just takes this and he 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 gets down into really the fine details, down to like the really granular granular level, and he talks about um, just some of the really powerful. Mm-hmm stuff that's kind of contained there. So if you're a person who doesn't think of yourself as a creative or you don't look at a mm-hmm. work of art and, and instantly just start thinking of like, wow, I'm just hit with this rush of emotion and I'm just struck by all these nuances and stuff and you don't really have eyes to see that stuff, something like like The Return of the Prodigal Son by now and is great because mm-hmm. you can kind of, it's almost like, it's almost like interpreting art with some training wheels, you know? It's like someone else helping you see some of the richness in this piece. Yeah. And uh, I think it's a, it, it helped me to, to see works of art differently Mm -hmm. so i would recommend that as well um we better let you go jim thanks so much for being here with us man do it again i really appreciate it we will we'll have you back (laughs) all right thanks for watching or listening we'll see you next time if you're a podcast listener and you enjoyed this episode consider giving us a rating or a review on itunes if you do you'll help other people find us in the future and if you're thinking hey listening's great but is there a way i can watch these episodes yeah there is Subscribe to the Saddleback Church YouTube channel for video versions of these conversations, plus lots of other video content. And if you're already watching us on YouTube, subscribe to the podcast so you can listen in the car or wherever else you go. Lastly, you can always get in touch with us by emailing maturity at saddleback.com. Send us your thoughts, send us your questions, your Bible questions, your life questions, whatever. Who knows? Your question just might inspire an upcoming episode. Thanks again for tuning in to Doable Discipleship. I'm Doug Jones, and I hope you'll join us again next week.